get the best of Clersey, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO. One of the great joys of visiting New York City when you go to Manhattan is to see the Ed Sullivan Theatre on Broadway between West 53rd and West 54th, where the famous David Letterman's done his show for a long time. Yeah, here's the Ed Sullivan Theatre. I've got a photo out the front of there uh, that's up on my wall. Which I'm, oh, Kimber, you've seen it, haven't you? No, I haven't. What's the chances of getting in there? Um, like, are people booking their tickets well in advance to oh, be yeah. in that audience? You'd have to book. I mean, it's a it's a gamble. Like uh, Claire's tried to get into Jimmy Fallon. I know they we, they said to us, if you want to hang around for five hours, you can get in. And I went, there's no way I'm spending five hours waiting. Fallon, around. I just got in for the monologue. That was enough because those studios and they do the same at the Ed Sullivan are so cold to keep everyone awake and with it. So oh, they're really right. up for the show. Yep. Letterman's last show tonight. After 30 years, I watched last night George Clooney handcuffed himself to David Letterman, uh, <laughs> talked about human rights with his new wife, yep. Anan, or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, he's had a cavalcade of uh, celebrity go through there. Uh, Howard Stern was talking about when uh, you first went on Johnny Carson, who was the original Tonight Show host. Mm. He said, if you're a stand-up comedian, you, you, it was worth a million bucks. Basically, you did uh, probably four minutes on, on the television. Yep. And then he went on to say, now, Letterman, I've been on here 24 times. So I haven't made a cent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so, true, because America knew who you were all of a sudden if you went on the, onto the uh, late-night show with Dave Letterman. That's, that's right. so amazing. 24 times for him to visit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Howard's been on there, and they are good mates, and Howard's on the the record is saying he hates Jay Leno and yeah. uh, they had the war between the late night war between Letterman and Leno. But t- here's a taste of Howard Stern on Letterman recently. Yeah, the American radio legend right here. You know, look, I'm not going to get all sentimental. As far as I'm concerned, thank God you're leaving. <laughs> you know, really, uh, these appearances, they cause a lot of angst. I'm here to announce my retirement from this show. Oh. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> By the way, I'm waiting to get on. I'm waiting through the top ten and everything else. And I'm right. like, my God, even the writers have checked off this show already. <laughs> I saw what was going on with the monologue. There's Howard Stern, who all invariably takes over whatever no- late-night show he goes on. Sure does. He's always got some material to go with. Adam Sandler also uh, has a major tribute for Dave uh, Adam was the first time he went on there. He was a young stand-up comedian of 22 years old. And he went on uh, and on about how much of a difference being on Dave made to his career. Adam's one of the most highly paid uh, uh, actors on the planet at the moment. And his uh, his production company, um, Happy Gilmore or Gilmore Happy, whatever it's called, Mm. makes a fortune. But here's a tribute song that he wrote for David Letterman. This is uh, Adam Sandler on Letterman. There simply is no better man. Then good old David Letterman And no one gets Julia Roberts' face redder than A flirty David Letterman He's leaving after 30 years And you know he will be missed If you like gap-toothed men in double-breasted suits He's number one on your top ten list. <laughs> he won't have to pick up the phone anymore when Les Moonvest calls him up. He'll finally have time to take Jay Leno out for coffee, then secretly pee in his cup. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler at his best there. We had to cut it before it got to wetter than. Yeah, there was, there was a, <laughs> about his quite a rude comment. Um, but yeah, tonight, I think it's on Channel 10 tonight, the finale, but it is uh, definitely in America, the finale, and a, bit, a cavalcade, evidently, of stars. So it'll go on for probably uh, th- 
three or four That's hours. one of the ones where people will be like, I hope I've made the last show. Because mm. you know then you're a really big star if you're invited back for the last show. The Absolutely. other thing is that Dave Letterman is now coming out and saying he has a parting shot that he didn't get a say in who replaced him. It's going to be Colbert, Stephen Colbert, who's uh, done so well on American TV over the past few years. But he wanted a woman to replace him. And you can ah. imagine the women, McCarthy's and all those that would be lining up for that gig. Oh, yeah. To, I don't know. Uh, do late night. When you've got big shoes to feel like that, it's a bit daunting. Yeah. Well, look at Jimmy Fallon. He's doing well. Well, well yeah, you see true. if someone else lasts 30 years. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Still shaking his head after that stat of eight months tomorrow that he won the Brownlow. Matt Prittis. Morning, mate. How are you? Very well, guys. Now, Matt, uh, I'm going to get a big yarn event on you here, a bit uh, journalist. Uh, and I've got a very hard-hitting question. It's a big setup. It usually means they don't make sense. <laughs> Did you this week get caught out eating chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> uh, uh, Mark, that's things of Mark Lacroix. <laughs> no, I oh, have another, my people. Another source, eh? I have my people. Did you? Um, because you've got to do, you know, skin fold tests and all that. Did you? How many did you have? I've, I've got a very sweet tooth, and. Um, yeah, Virgin Lounge. That's my little treat. I love getting stuck into the uh, the chocolate chip cookies. Yes. Are you are you closet eating them? I mean, the other boys can see you, so are you just uh, like evidently. I'm just going to go over here and oh, it's it's out there. They can see me doing it. Oh, I, the, the word I heard was the way to the... you had them secreted in the sleeve of your shirt, and you were just like this. He num, had num, them num, in, num. in his socks on match day, oh, pretending to yawn the as well. And I was just like, I'm gonna. I'm going to play on this. And, uh, yeah, okay. A bit of a... So how many can you eat without it affecting your skin folds? <laughs> I, I use that as a bit of motivation. So okay. So you work harder. harder. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Extra so laps. This is, this is interesting because I'm waiting for a friend of mine to start training with me because I require the motivation. If you didn't have the coach and the team holding you to it, to train every week and play every week, how much would you exercise? Like I guess maybe say post-retirement mm-hmm. style, what would you be doing on a week? Yeah, I think I'm, I'll be pretty active. I'll try to do something every day, um, but that'll be my motivation, uh, obviously, so I can eat yeah, more cookies. Have, have the, the, yeah, the treats. Um, <laughs> we're all human, and yeah, I, I love a bowl of ice cream too. So it's, um, <laughs> Nothing wrong with smashing <laughs> yeah, that. Absolutely. So that's well, probably motivation to get out, do some weights, go for a run, and, and live an active life. What's the Bulldogs guy, Johnson, we used to speak Oh, uh, Brad Johnson. Yeah, Brad, he his lollies. He used yeah, to be a Freddo's. lolly guy. Yeah, he was a Freddo man night before as well. So. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Mate, I want to ask you a question dad to dad, because I took my girl for a uh, ingrown toenail procedure yesterday, and I watched my fourteen-year-old cry on the bench. Now she was very brave, but have your kids ever been sick or in dis- in discomfort? Because you just want to take the pain for them, don't you? Oh, just simple things like falling over and grazing the knees, but even yeah. that breaks your heart. Yeah, yeah. it does, doesn't it? Just yeah. don't let you pick them up, give them the biggest cuddle, and um, yeah, that's probably the hardest thing as a parent. So hopefully, I've got a lot ahead of me. Obviously, yeah. Oh, kids yeah. are soft now, though. We used oh. to get they would pour mercurochrome through it. And it would sting like that. We don't do that now. Do we just put a little band-aid on? Turpentine, mate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Roll you in a bath of methylated spirits. I know it's a cutthroat industry. Football is a bit like the media. You've got to keep looking over your shoulder in this place. Uh, (laughs) Tell me, I'm reading the West Australian today. Dom Sheed is keen to follow in Matt Prittis' footsteps, and he's following you around. He wants your job, basically. This this is half half a page. He wants your job. (laughs) Mate, I love little Dom Sheed. He's... He's worked extremely hard over this preseason, and he's getting the results. The first seven weeks has been fantastic for yeah. us. So we work closely, um, and he's helped me just as much as I've helped him. So I'm really enjoying it, and um, he's got a massive future ahead of him. Mm. And that's a couple of years from now when you retire? Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> Thank now, you. So many of you guys are recognisable when you're walking the streets. Do more people shout out at you when you're winning than when you're losing? 
Yeah, we've definitely got a lot of guys um, supporting us at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like across the streets yeah, of Subiaco. Yeah, they weren't Only there, one uh, sitting to your left oh, just quietly. Oh, those fair weather friends. <laughs> Matt. I'm, that, I'm the, the first one to jump off you guys. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> no. Well, that's the best thing about footy. People are so passionate and um, they let you know when you're going well, but also when they aren't going so well. So, that's right. That's I've got the ultimate test for you, Coach Adam Simpson, right? So Josh Kennedy, the big fella, doesn't like getting subbed out. Why doesn't uh, Adam, just for a laugh, make tell him he's going to be the sub one day and he's not yeah. playing at the start of a game? Can yeah, you imagine I, it? Oh, oh that yeah. Would be, yeah, I'd like, I need him out there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, it's one of those things. He's a competitive person, wants yep. to keep playing, but um, he understands and um, it's the best thing for his body just to have a little rest and get him right for this week. We've got to look after the elbow. Absolutely. Yeah. St Kilda, a, a better for us, better opportunity for us without obviously Rewalt being in there. Um, how do you find playing at the Etihad Stadium? Is it is it a, as big as Subi? I don't know. It looks peculiarly small on on telly. Yeah, it's it's quite narrow. It's it's pretty similar to Subi in terms of um, the width, but it's just the length um, a little shorter. Um, right. Obviously, Subi's the longest ground in the, in, in the competition, so um, it's a great opportunity for us to. You know, get over there. We weren't so good on the ground in round one, so we've got to turn it around this week and get a win against St Kilda. Selwood playing? Not too sure yet. We've got main training today, so we'll see how he pulls up from okay. that. Be careful, mate, Ross Lyon. Give the, the whole league the warning on that ground. It's dry as a chip on one stage and soggy on the other, so... Uh, that's it. We'll uh, we'll do our best to get the win. Yeah, good oh, luck. That, that was slippery when, uh, what's his name? Fife. Fifey. Fifey. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, it was an accident, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Matt. Good luck, mate. Go get him. Sometimes... You get nasty surprises. Insurance is invaluable. Absolutely. I talked uh, late last year about getting my car stolen out of my garage yep. while mm. I was at home yep. and how violated I felt. I had to actually have showers afterwards. <laughs> For the first time. <laughs> with, with some aromatherapy yeah. candles. Mm. But I was speaking at the Perth Cup with Darren McCauley, who's a race caller. He said that he had his mate, his son had all his mates over. There was about a dozen teenage boys all sleeping in um, sleeping bags downstairs at this property. All the parents and, and that were upstairs. Yep. So there's about 20 people in the house. They got burgled mm. and everyone's phone, like all the, the boys downstairs, got their phones taken, their wallets taken. While they slept. While they slept. It and they're so all like, they're, we're talking about 20 people yeah. asleep in, in the, the house while these burglars came in. It's brazen. I didn't even know. Totally. What, like. It just does my head in. And yeah. also, too, people always think, you know, do you you wish you did wake up? Do you wish you didn't wake up? You know, because you don't want to wake that. up and have someone over uh, your bed uh, yeah. stealing your things. They're like you don't know over what's going to happen. That is so incredibly brazen, and also it's it's uh, violating your personal rights when you think about it. Well, and it's disgusting. And in the newspaper today, was there a story? Shane and I both spoke to this gorgeous lady, Emily Parrish, the other night um, at the Crown event because she was telling us that she had been burgled. Yeah, the uh, Perth couple, uh, Rick. And Emily, uh, the telethon adventurers, and they do so much more as well. But uh, yeah, this is a horrible story. Emily, good morning, and thanks for talking with us this morning. Babe. Hi, guys. Emily, tell us, you were home when you were burgled. I was home, and since I saw you the other night, we've discovered, we've, we've got the video footage, and so I know more since I spoke to you. And I, it was a lady, quite a tall lady, entered mm. the property about 12.40 and left at 2.50. <gasps> So she was in the house for over two hours. She was in the house for over two hours, and it, it makes sense to me now because I couldn't understand how things could have been so deeply gone through. Mm. And there were piles of things that she had obviously put together to take. But um, oh, I was still in shock that yeah. she was in the house yeah, for that's so okay. long. But then Harry was asleep on the couch in the main room where she took the most valuable things 
um, Harry was asleep with, you know, so, so a metre away from where she was taking things. Emily. She would have been in that room for a long time. You can tell you are still really shaken up by it and, yeah. and people who get robbed, I mean, this is how they feel. But what's so disheartening too is that you were out at a charity event earlier in the night. That's what you and your husband do. You help so many people in Perth and so many of the telethon kids with your charities. And then mm-hmm. you come back and you, you know, you think you're resting safely in your own home and this is what somebody's doing to you. Exactly. And I mean, the, the main room that she robbed is, you know, you can tell it's, there's photos of Elliot with no hair and there's a gastric tube and, and when yeah. you, it's, it's, there's these little shoes on our dresser. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's, I mean, I want to get this girl. <laughs> yeah, tell us, uh, mate, Rick, uh, your husband, of course, he, he, if people don't know, Rick's uh, basically, he's a kung fu man. Yeah. <laughs> well, he I not, like to say he, James Bond. He is yeah. James, James Bond. Bond. He's, he's, a, he's a serious customer. Um, do you think Rick would have woken up if he had been home? Because he wasn't home, by the way. Oh, he would have. You know, yep. I'd pass out and you yep. need to hit me with a hammer to wake up. But absolutely. Mm. I mean, he's, you know, he's trained. Well, she picked but, her timing then. He, that's exactly right. And it's, um, it's, it's interesting. The footage that we have is very interesting. Um, and I have a six-month-old black lab and, you know, it's all very sus. Well, Emily, surely with video footage too, I mean, we're going to catch this person, but it's ridiculous. I mean, she's gone through even your bathroom cupboards, your laundry cupboards. felt really comfortable there for a couple of hours. That's That's bizarre. I I mean, the audacity of being, you know, it's, she must have, it's just crazy. She was looking for, there were vanity packs from airlines that Mm. she, like nine of them she'd bundled up. It was, it's dog medicines. It was a really, really strange hit. But the other thing for me was she took some really special things of mine. She took my Mother's Day present and some special, you know, West Australian pieces of clothing that I love that you can't replace. Yeah. Hey, Emily, one of the, is one of the worst things, and we hear this a lot from people who get, have people go through their homes like this, is one of the worst things is you don't realise straight away what's gone and then you keep discovering going, oh, look, oh, that's not there. So that's obviously exactly. going to be taken as well. Exactly. It, 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 that's, I mean, and that's why initially I didn't think she'd taken anything except random things. Yeah. And then my, my police report yesterday just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger as to what was stolen. But I think, and friends are saying to me, that's what will happen. You're just going to get something. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, it's, it's, I can't believe how much she took. But it makes sense that it was a woman, woman because so much, so many of my things were taken. Yeah. Well, Emily, for those who don't know, you did lose your son a couple of years ago and it's dreadful. But from what we understand, she didn't take anything of his, which obviously would have been even more devastating for you and your family. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Mm. She'd taken his last pairs of shoes, you know, which were sitting right there. Like, I'm sort of very lucky that she didn't take those things. She did mess up cupboards that had all these, like, mouse care and stuff that yeah. you have to do. And and so when I was cleaning up, I just felt so ripped off that yeah. I had to even go there. It's, mm. it's what we always say is that, thank God, everyone else is okay. Uh, this will rectify itself. And, and thanks very much for your time this morning. Okay. Thank you so much. Get the best of Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO.